It is Wednesday. Holy cow, it's Wednesday. <laughs> August the 11th, 2021. This is a special edition of the Walkway to Fight Club. I'm Stephen Mielhausen from DAZN and wasn't planning on releasing anything today, but Tuesday was a hell of a day. Is Errol Spence out due to a retinal tear in his left eye and had a bout out of his August 21st IBF WBC welterweight title clash with boxing's only 8th division world champion, the legendary Manny Pacquiao. But not all is lost. Jordanus Ugas. Defense is WBA super welterweight title against Pacquiao. Still on next Saturday from the T-Mobile Arena out in Las Vegas. I was very, very worried. Because Monday night, I did everything. I bought my little portable mixer. So I'm good to go for interviews because next week's going to be chaotic with now Pacquiao Ugas, SummerSlam. Then I'm venturing to Cleveland a couple days after I get back from Las Vegas. Then you got the big AEW show. The following week, so I'm going to be getting stuff for that. It's been chaotic. It's been nuts. But luckily, oh, so luckily. Jordanus Ugas was sitting there in the co-main event slot, was about to defend his title, and he got moved up. And I know I shit on PBC often, and most of the time it's rightfully deserved. But PBC did something here that needs to be done more often. Put on a big-time co-headliner in the same weight class just in case something like this happens. Now, I have been asked, well, is Manny Pacquiao getting paid the same money? You're damn right he is. I have confirmed that with sources. And this is where I know everyone's really crapped on Canelo Alvarez. And one of the things he was looking for, in case Caleb Plant got injured, tested positive for COVID or whatever, that his $40 million guarantee isn't going to go by the wayside. How many people are laughing at that now? I'm not. It's called being a smart businessman. That's called being the A side. That's what that's called. Very smart move by Canelo Alvarez. A very smart move by Manny Pacquiao. And a smart move by Al Heyman and PBC. Because we still get a great fight. Is it the mega event we were all looking forward to? When I descended into Sin City next week, no. But it's still a, it's a Mandy Pacquiao fight. Therefore, it's going to be a huge show. It's going to do great numbers. All across the board for everybody. We're all going to make some money. And we get to see at least a, the living, a living legend. In my mind, the living legend of our generation. So, it'll be fun to see. What I have for you guys today will be... The virtual press conference that occurred earlier on Wednesday with Manny Pacquiao and your Jordanus Ugas. 
the reason I'm releasing this audio because I want you guys to hear stuff like this. Because as of right now, I've seen no audio or video of this up. So I want you guys to really kind of hear. I want you guys to hear what the Pac-Man says, what Ugas says, and my man Ray Flores doing the hosting duties, and my man PR guru extraordinaire Andrew Roberts is fielding the questions. So very cool to see, and I'm very grateful that fight is still happening. And I want to thank everyone that has been listening to the Sean Merriman podcast. Um, good episode with Sean Numbers. Woo-hoo. Guys just keep impressing me. So we're almost to where I want this podcast to be so we can make it free, can make some money, and all that cool stuff. So don't forget, subscribe. It's simple, guys. Walk away to Fight Club. Just hit that subscribe button on any of your favorite podcasting platforms iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, you name it, it's there. I promise, go get it. Also, just leave a review. It's simple. And then rate the podcast five stars. It's pretty simple. All right, enough of me. Here is the audio from the virtual press conference earlier on Wednesday with boxing's only eight division world champion, Manny Pac-Man Pacquiao. In the WBA, in parentheses, super welterweight champion, the Cuban, Jordanis Ugas. All right, thank you very much to the media for joining us wherever you are around the world. We are 10 days away from the eight division world champion, the Filipino senator, Manny Pacman Pacquiao, as he will take on the WBA welterweight champion of the world, your Dennis Ugas in an event that'll headline Fox Sports PBC pay-per-view next Saturday, August 21st, T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, nine o'clock Eastern, six Pacific time is when we go live on pay-per-view. Tickets are still available. You can visit t-mobilearena.com for ticket information and also axs.com. Saturday, August 21st, Pacquiao and Ugas is brought to you by MP Promotions and TGB Promotions. And obviously, it was originally supposed to be Manny Pacquiao against Errol Spence, but Errol Spence suffered an eye injury. We wish him a speedy recovery, and we anticipate Errol Spence back sooner rather than later. But due to the fact that Errol Spence has pulled out of the fight, thus insert your Dennis Ugas, the Cuban bronze medalist, who will put his WBA welterweight championship of the world on the line, a title, incidentally, in which that Manny Pacquiao won from Keith Thurman back in July of 2019. So now I know the event is brought to you by and promoted by MP Promotions and TGB Promotions. I spoke with the president of TGB Promotions, Mr. Tom Brown, who is very excited and thrilled to be able to promote another event of this magnitude with Manny Pacquiao and your Dennis Ugas. Now your Dennis Ugas is the kind of fighter who's always craved an opportunity of this magnitude. Pacquiao is looking to win the title that he feels was unjustly taken from him by the WBA. But now together, they collide next Saturday, August 21 in Las Vegas. For your Dennis Ugas, he spent two years away from the ring, returned in 2016. Since his return to the ring, 
He has gotten off and he's won 11 of his last 12. That only blemish coming a controversial decision at the hands of Sean Porter back in the spring of 2019. He trains under the guidance of Ismail Salas and he's handed the first losses to the likes of Jamal James, Brian Perella, and also the very tough and durable Omar Figueroa Jr. Most recently, having defeated Abel Ramos in September of last year to capture a WBA title, he was elevated to super champion, and he will defend that championship on August 21st. He's from Santiago, Cuba, living in Miami, and trains in Las Vegas under the guidance of Ismael Salas with a record of 26 wins, four losses, a dozen of those coming by way of knockout. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your Dennis Ugas. Your Dennis. Your Dennis, how you feeling? Como te sientes? Unmute yourself. Jordani, si estás en mudo, tienes que quitarle el, el mudo. Ahí está. How are you feeling, Jordanis? ¿Cómo te sientes? No, eh, me siento bien, contento. Eh, una gran oportunidad eh, para pelear en un gran escenario y estoy, estoy muy feliz. Martín? I'm feeling great. Super excited to fight on this big stage. Ready to go. All right, thank you very much, your Dennis Ugas. Now let's talk to the man who will be standing across the ring from him, the three-time fighter of the year, Boxing Writers Association fighter of the decade. What can we say about the eighth division world champion? He has been involved in memorable, legendary matchups over the past 20 plus years that have thrilled fight fans all over the world, amassing wins, over seven current and future Hall of Famers, ranging from the likes of Oscar De La Hoya, Ricky Hatton, Marco Antonio Barrera, Eric Morales, also Miguel Cotto, Shane Mosley, and Juan Manuel Marquez, also being involved in one of the, high, the highest grossing prize fight of all time against Floyd Mayweather. In his most recent performance back in July of 2019, he picked up another fight of the year contender to his resume, as he went ahead and dropped then unbeaten Keith Thurman in the first round on his way to a decision victory over Keith Thurman, handing him the first blemish on his dossier. His record, 62 wins, seven losses, two draws, 39 wins coming by way of knockout. Even at the age of 42 years of age, this man is defying father time and wants to continue to fight at a high level, the Filipino senator from Sarangani Province, Philippines. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Manny Pacman of Pacquiao. Manny. Hello, uh, good, good morning, everyone. Um, thank you for this uh, interview. How are you feeling, Manny? Very good. I'm uh, ready for the fight. Excellent. Well, I'm going to start off with a couple of questions for Manny and your Dennis. Manny, for you, uh, when they told you about the fact that Errol Spence pulled out of the fight, thus inserting your Dennis Ugas, I felt like it didn't take too long for the fight to get made. What went through your mind? Well, first of all, uh, um, I would like to say 
Um, I pray for uh, his uh, fast recovery of um, aerospins. Um, health as a priority is the most important thing. Um, and also, I think uh, I, did I did my best in training, uh, preparation for this fight, work hard at the gym. So um, I'm so thankful that um, it's not uh, my hard work in training uh, is not wasted. It's um, there's um, Ogas uh, who are willing to fight in in challenge this uh, August 21. So um, good thing, good thing I can I can show my my uh, my hard work uh, what I did in in in, in training. Your Dennis, when you got the call to fight Manny Pacquiao. How excited were you to be able to get that signature fight? And now you have that opportunity in 10 days time in Las Vegas on Fox Sports BBC pay-per-view. Jordanis, cuando te dijeron que todo iba a cambiar eh, para esta pelea y que vas a pelear contra Manny Pacquiao, ¿qué tan emocionado estabas por conseguir esa oportunidad de tener esa, esa victoria que estamparía tu carrera y te, y te permitiría comprobar todo lo que vos querés comprobar? dentro del ring. ¿Cómo te, cómo te sentiste cuando recibiste esa llamada? ¿Jordanis? Yo, hola, hola. ¿Jordanis, nos escuchás? Ahí está. No, eh, bien emocionado. Eh, ante todo, eh, quiero desearle pronta recuperación a, a Spen, pero pueda recuperarse bien, pueda regresar eh, en 100% de su salud. Ante todo, quería decirle eso. Y la pelea, estoy bien emocionado, estoy peleando contra uno de los mejores peleadores de la historia, mucho respeto, y es hora de pelear, y va a pasar cuando uno, cuando uno enfrenta a uno de los peleadores que ha respetado toda la vida. Bien emocionado. Uh, first and foremost, uh, let me wish Errol Spence a safe and fast recovery. I hope he gets healthy soon. And as far as the fight goes, I couldn't be more excited when I when when I got the call and I was able to find out that I was going to fight against one of the best fighters in history nothing but respect to him and that just heightened the level of excitement for me I'm eager to show what I'm capable of on Saturday night and yes piggybacking off of Pacquiao and Ugas' sediments we wish Errol Spence a speedy recovery but we still have a damn good fight with Manny Pacquiao your Dennis Ugas in Las Vegas in 10 days time on Fox Sports BBC pay-per-view. There will be electricity in the air at T-Mobile Arena. At this time, I'm going to turn it over to Andrew Roberts where it's questions from the medium. If you have questions, raise your hand. And also, when they call upon you, make sure to unmute yourself. Questions for Manny Pacquiao, the division world champion and the reigning WBA welterweight champion, your Dennis Ugas. Andrew Roberts, take it away, my man. Thanks very much, Ray. Our first question is going to come from, uh, let's do Keith Idek. Keith, please unmute yourself. Uh, and you actually, bear with me. Uh, Brittany, you made me co-host. All right, excellent. Keith, if you could please unmute yourself and you can ask your question. Thanks, Andrew. Uh, my first question is for Manny. Manny, can you explain to us how disappointing it was when you found out that Errol Spence was injured and not able to fight because you were so much looking forward to it? 
Um, you know, I, I'm not uh, disappointed at all because um, my hard work and training um, is not wasted because uh, <clears throat> your Dennis August is there uh, willing to fight and challenge for the WBA championship. So um, still there. I mean, uh, but I'm praying for um, Errol Spence for his uh, fast recovery. Um, most important thing is uh, his health. Uh, we care for everybody. Thank you, man. And I have one question for you, Dennis. Um, can you explain to us when you found out and, and when you found out that the opportunity to fight Manny presented itself, had you already found out that Fabian Madonna had suffered a cut and was not able to fight? Can you take me through that process? Sorry. Uh, bueno, contanos un poco de cómo fue toda la situación en la que te enteraste de todo el, el, la, la, lo que fue impredecible de la situación, ¿no? Porque te enteras de que Pacquiao va a pelear contra vos, de que Spence está afuera, y además en ese momento te enteraste también de que Mariana estaba afuera por un corte. ¿Cómo fue todo eso en, en, en ese caos controlado para vos? No, eh, sí, fue algo... Cuando Spen me dijeron que Spen sufrió una lesión, Maidana también sufrió una lesión. De todas formas, eh, yo estaba listo para pa, pa pelear, pa pelear esa noche, estaba entrenando para pelear esa noche. Y al decirme paqueado, fue, eso fue el lunes en la noche, me, me dijeron lo que podía pasar. Y el martes salió el anuncio. Y, y la verdad fue todo muy, muy rápido. Pues llegué al gimnasio y todavía no, no estaba procesando todo. Y. Pero he estado acostumbrado así a tomar peleas con poco tiempo de antelación. Y por ser un peleador, y esto, esto es lo que me gusta y lo que hago. Y estoy encantado por tener esta pelea. I'm used to, uh, you know, taking fights at the last minute. Nothing, nothing that's, you know, too out of the blue for me. What happened was that on Monday night, I was training at the gym. Like uh, I was doing so far, nothing out of the ordinary. And then I find out simultaneously that both Spence and Maidana are hurt. So once I heard that I was going to be fighting Pacquiao, I was game for it. I was super excited. And then I just continued on like I would have for any other fight because I'm, I'm more than ready to fight anybody. Okay, great. I just have one more question for you, Dennis, and I'll turn it over to someone else. Can you just ask him, uh, Martin, does he feel... Like by beating Pacquiao, that he'll validate himself as the WBA champion because he was elevated into that spot. Sentís que necesitas ganarle a Pacquiao para validar tu título de campeón, ya que de alguna manera fuiste elevado a ese título. Pero vos qué opinas al respecto? Sí, me escucho. Oh. Sí, sí, te escucha, te escuchamos. No, yo pienso que, que lo que pasó, a mí me elevaron a campeón en enero. Eh, pienso que el sábado, el sábado 21, el que gana ahí es el verdadero campeón de, de la WBA. Y estoy contento con, con, con ese desafío tan grande. Uh, yeah, what happened was, like you mentioned, kids, that I got elevated to uh, being the champion in, in January. And whoever wins on Saturday night will be the true WBA champion. No question about it. All right. Thanks very much, Keith.
Our next question is going to come from Erica Montoya. Erica, please unmute yourself and you can ask your question. Hi, guys. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to talk uh, with you. My question is for both. Both. Uh, what are the complications of such an emblematic fight taking place 10 days from now? You have to adapt the way you, you train your strategy. Um, Thank you, Erica. Um, I answer first. Um, in my side, uh, I always consider myself uh, a bipartisan uh, boxer, and I ha I like fighting right hand handers and uh, south post. So it's not a uh, problem. Then a problem to me. Um, I've been fighting with uh, uh, right handed, so it's not a, it's not gonna be a problem. Thank you, Erika. Bueno, uh, thank you, Mani. Um, Jordanis, la pregunta de Erika era, eh, de qué, tan ¿qué tanto te complica este cambio de último minuto en cuanto a la estrategia, a la preparación? Por ejemplo, Mani dijo que a él no lo complicó en lo más mínimo porque él está acostumbrado a pelear contra diestros y contra zurdos por igual. Pero en tu caso, ¿cómo, cómo te, te impactó este último momento? Sí, es un problema de hacer, la, lo, hacer los cambios. Eh, eh, como te digo, eh, peleé, peleé hace cuatro años en Maigüevo, peleé con 10 días con Duloma cuando Poite se quitó. Después peleé un día con un día de antelación a un show de foto eh, Estoy acostumbrado a pelear, peleé en muchas peleas aficionado con derecho y zurdo. Esto es, es solamente hacerle un par de ajustes y seguimos adelante, seguimos adelante con, con, en la pelea. It's not, uh, last minute changes are nothing that I'm not used to. And it's just about making the adjustments. I had to make it a couple of times before where I was told that something was going to change at the last minute. Like four years ago, I remember I, I, I had to do that same thing and I was able to adjust that, that same way. Also a couple of years ago, same, same issue. So now I'm, I'm ready to adjust to whatever comes my way. All right, thanks very much, Erica. Our next question is gonna come from Chris Matthews with KLAS-TV in Las Vegas. Chris, please unmute yourself and you can ask your question. All right, thank you very much, guys. Appreciate you doing this. I guess for, uh, for Manny, if you had to sell this, if for the fans who were excited to see you fight Spence, and now it, there was an about face in your fight and the other guy, as a promoter, as a guy trying to sell the fight to get fans to get your fans excited about this fight, what would you say? How would you promote this fight uh, to the boxing fans out there who now have to get ready for a different fight? Uh, what I can say to the fans is um, this: this fight is not an easy fight. Um, August is um, he's a champion. Um, he took my belt, and then uh, and we have to uh, settle it in, in inside the ring. Um, you know, I, I never, I never take him lightly for this uh, August fight because August is a, he's a kind of fighter that you cannot underestimate. So, um, this is gonna be a good fight also. I mean, uh, August and uh, Spence is uh, similar in the same tall, so nothing changed. Uh, just a uh, uh, um, uh, different uh, style. Southpaw in uh, right-handed. And then for uh, for Ugas, I'd like to just ask you kind of 
question just on the opportunity that you have to fight a person like Manny Pacquiao who has accomplished so much and the opportunity to, uh, to, to beat a guy like this. What does that mean to you? Uh, Jordanis, ¿qué significa para vos el enfrentar a un campeón de, de la talla, del calibre de Manny Pacquiao? Eh, significa, significa mucho, todo legado. Estoy aquí por mi legado. No tomo la pelea por dinero. Estoy tomando la pelea por, por, por mi legado. Eh, eh, significa mucho tener la, todos los peleados de, de golpear en una oportunidad contra Manny Pacquiao. Yo la tengo ahora ahí. Y, y, y esto es por, por mi legado, por mi, por mi historia, por mi país. Esto es una, una, la, la pelea más grande de mi vida. This means the world to me, Chris. Uh, I'm fighting not for the money, but for my legacy, for my country, for my own, for, for my own story that's going to be told. That's, that's why it's about to me. This is the most important fight of my life. All right. Thanks very much, Chris. Our next question is going to come from Jeremy Harridges with Fan Sided. Jeremy, please unmute yourself and you can ask your question. Hi, Manny. Hi, you're Dennis. Uh, first questions for Manny. Um, obviously, the WBA has made a lot of moves with the welterweight title, rescinding titles, elevating titles. Does that provide you any extra motivation going into this fight? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of. Um, uh, I mean, people um, around me in uh, reason that uh, motivate me to win this fight. So, a lot of reason, uh, but I will not say that uh, reason. One one thing is, uh, of course, my family expecting to expecting me to win the fight, and the support of the fans, um, and of course uh, the enjoyment of the fans who are going to watch in in, in the arena. You're, you're Dennis, I know that a lot of people are going to be looking at you as the underdog in this fight. What would you say is your, your biggest weapon in this fight? Um, and, and why should people be looking at you as not an underdog? ¿Por qué la gente no te debería ver como un... Como que vas de... En Argentina decimos que vas de punto y no de banca. O sea... De ¿Por qué no te deberían considerar alguien que va de menos? O sea, ¿por qué debería ser considerado el favorito? Chris, repite la pregunta. Repite la pregunta. ¿Por qué? O sea, obviamente en, en, este, en esta pelea eh, no te consideran el favorito. Pero ¿por qué crees que están equivocados? ¿Por qué, por qué Jordani Lucas debería ser el favorito en esta pelea? No, eh, soy un peleador que viene peleando, eh, regresé hace cinco años. Hace cinco años subía a 147, tenía 15 y 3. Estaba peleado con lo mejor que se me ha puesto. Hace, debía ser un campeón en el 2019 cuando me jugaron la pelea con Puerto. Eh, seguí peleando, gané el campeonato. Aquí a Otava fue el deporte y me elevaron a supercampeón. Soy un campeón. Siento, eh, sí, aquí el favorito. Si tiene, si tiene una gran historia. Yo soy un peleador que viene a, a ganarle y a sorprenderle el mundo esa noche. Well, uh, look, I'm, aware, I'm well aware that Pacquiao is his favorite, but at the same time, I'm a champion. Ever since I came back for, uh, five years ago, I have overcome so much. I, I have had fights stolen from me. I've fought really strong opponents, and I have just 
gone through everything in order to get to where I am today. So even, even though money is the favorite, I have full confidence in myself and my ability to come out with a victory on Saturday night. Thank you, gentlemen, and best of luck. All right. Thanks, Jeremy. Our next question is going to come from Dan Rayfield. Dan, please unmute yourself and you can ask your question. Thank you uh, very much, guys. Appreciate that. Uh, uh, or Dennis, my first question is for you, Martin, if you could ask him. He had a two-year layoff between 2014 and 16 after he had suffered a couple of losses and then came back and moved up. And I wondered, uh, first off, if he could just talk about a little bit what he was doing during the two-year layoff uh, in terms of his mentality of we would fight again. And if at that time, which I think was probably a low point in his career, you'd ever imagine that not only would have uh, these types of opportunities have a belt and you know be fighting a legend like Manny Pacquiao. Okay, so it's a two-for-one question, right? First, what he was doing, and then what it means to him like to have this opportunity at this point in his career, correct? Right. In other words, did he ever think at the time of that layoff in that, in that downtime that he could be back in this level of an event? Bueno, Jordanis, contanos un poco lo que hiciste durante ese parate entre 2014 y 2016, y también si en aquel entonces te imaginabas que cinco años después estarías donde estás ahora peleando contra Pacquiao por el título. No, en 2014, 2014 tuve dos derrotas, me fui para mi casa, tuve dos años y medio fuera, eh, haciendo otras cosas, tuve mi hijo, tuve mi hijo, organicé y sabía que podía dar mucho. No pensé que, que iba a pelear con, con Pacquiao eh, defendiendo un campeonato, eso nunca lo pasé, pero sí pensé que podía hacer mucho en el deporte. Y esto es lo que yo he hecho desde que regresé. Siento que he sido uno de los peleadores más activos y mejores peleadores en los últimos años. Well, uh, Dan, when I came back, when I, when I went away from boxing after a couple of losses in 2014, I focused on family. I wanted to spend time with my kid more than anything, my son. That's what was most important to him. And to be honest with you, back then, I would have never thought that seven years later I would be fighting against Manny Pacquiao defending a title. But you know, the past five years, I have been one of the most active, one of the most successful, one of the most prominent boxers out there. And, and I'm here to prove myself once again. Oh, very good. And I had a question also for Manny. Manny, it's good to talk to you. Uh, Manny, I know you addressed uh, a little earlier uh, Keith's question about the WBA situation, but I wonder in any way, do you feel like this should be your title defense? I mean, you won the title against Thurman and now they tell you you're not the actual WBA champion and that it should in fact be a title defense for you, and that does that in any way upset you that technically you're the challenger here? I think this is this fight is going to be defined who's uh, going to be hold the belt, and and which is uh, it's happening this way. So that this is good. I mean, I'm so excited um, for this uh, for this championship fight. I don't care if this is the champion or I'm the champion or no, but. Uh, Let's finish this uh, fight first, and then we will we will see who's the uh, title holder. Holder. Okay, and if you win the fight, um, I don't even know if you realize this. When you beat Keith Thurman at age forty, you became the oldest fighter in the history of boxing to win a welterweight championship. Now that you're technically the challenger here, if you beat Ugas at age forty-two, you'll break your own record. What would that mean to you to, to have such another <laughs> another feather in your cap? That's, there in your, in that's your very good. That I mean, that, that's very good because. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm myself breaking my own record. <laughs> you like that, right? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Making history. Great. Thanks, Dan. 
Our next question is going to come from Farah Parrett with Telemundo. Farah, please unmute yourself and you can ask your question. Yes, thank you so much. So Manny Pacquiao, this is a, another fight in your amazing career. Um, what will you think that people want, what you would like for people to think about Manny Pacquiao, not only as a boxer, but in your personal life and career? What, what do you want people to remember you as? The most important thing that I want people to remember me is um, Manny Pacquiao is a, is a friendly, is a nice guy and uh, an inspiration to everyone. Not only inside the ring, but outside the ring as an uh, as a human, um, especially uh, showing the uh, love to each other and passion, compassion to each other. So that's one I want to uh, I want them to remember me. Not only in boxing. Thank you. And for Ugas, uh, me gustaría saber. ¿Qué representa para, para la comunidad cubana ahora mismo tener a una, a una figura de su país en estos tiempos que, que necesitan ese apoyo moral, espiritual, eh, política? Eh, pelear con, con Manny Pacquiao, ¿qué significa para ti? ¿Y qué mensaje tú quisieras darle a, a la comunidad, no solamente del boxeo, sino a la comunidad cubana? Sí, todo el mundo, eh, todo el mundo sabe que, que soy un peleador por los derechos de mi país. Soy un peleador contra la dictadura de mi país. Todo el mundo sabe que levanto mi voz muy alta contra eso todo el tiempo. Y esta pelea una plataforma increíble para yo lanzar mi, eh, lo que tenemos los cubanos, que es patria y vida, y pedirle un mejor país, libertad para todos los pesos políticos. Y esta, esta pelea es, es una oportunidad increíble para eso. Uh, the question from Farah was, what does it mean to you to be uh, fighting against Manny Pacquiao, not just for yourself, but for the people in your country, in Cuba, that are going through hard times. And uh, Jordani replied that, you know, I'm, I'm a fighter not only inside the ring, but outside of it, I fight against the leadership. I fight for the freedom of my people. I fight for the freedom of the political prisoners that, that are in jail right now. And, you know, there's a saying in Cuba called Patria y Vida. It's uh, basically a country and life, right? So that's why I fight for my people. That's the most important thing to me. And I hope everyone is, is safe and you know fighting for, for their freedom right now. And I, I'll be fighting for them on Saturday. All right, thank you, Farah. Our next question is gonna come from Manuk Kopian with the LA Times. Manuk, please unmute yourself and you can ask your question. Uh, hi, Manny. Uh, you're taking this fight on 11 days notice. And as everyone knows, you became a name overnight when you took a fight on short notice against Nilo Laguaba in 2001. Are you concerned that repeat a version of history against you? No, I'm not, uh, I'm not worried about that because um, it's happened that way that uh, um, your Dennis August is under, he's the undercard. So uh, my my case before is uh, I wasn't in the under in the undercard I wasn't in in the card so I'm just a substitute on that fight too. I think uh, this time around uh, I know August is uh, also uh, prepared for this fight because he's undercard um, so he's in training um, good it's happened uh, you know you cannot avoid it uh, what's happening right now. Did you consider at any point 
uh, canceling the fight altogether or you did not want to waste any more time or uh, more importantly, a training camp at this point of your career? Mm, considering um, cancel the fight, yeah, I mean, if there's no um, Ogas in the undercard, there's no the same weight in the my undercard. Um, I think uh, probably the fight will be canceled, but uh, it happened that way. It's a good thing that uh, Ugas is uh, the same weight in, in welterweight division and uh, under his undercard. So it happened that uh, there's an injury in our um, opponent. So why we don't uh, fight each other? So to settle down who's the, the, the WBA champion. So that's uh, the question. Thank you very much. All right, thanks, Manu. Our next question is gonna come from Katia Castorena with ESPN Deportes. Katia, please unmute yourself and you can ask your question. Thank you. First for Manny. Manny, it's been 25 months since we last saw you on the ring. So what can you, we expect from you and how do you feel physically? I'm excited. Um, so excited for the coming fight on August 21. Um, it's been a while that I didn't have a fight. So this is going to be um, exciting and can't wait. Y Jordanis, ¿qué versión esperas de, de Manny también en el plano físico por el tema de la edad y por el tema de que hace poco más de dos años desde la última vez que lo vimos arriba del ring? Jordanis? Sí. Eh, ¿Escuchaste la pregunta? Sí, escuché. Eh, no, espero el mejor Manny Pacquiao. Estoy, me estoy preparando para el mejor Manny Pacquiao. Eh, un peleador que siempre viene en la mejor forma, eh, siempre ha dado eh, grandes actuaciones y, y no puedo, eh, es un error eh, que lo pueda subestimar, un guerrero y viene y lo estoy, estoy preparado para el money, money, el money, el mejor money posible. So, Katia's question was, uh, what your Dennis expects, expects out of uh, money considering the 25 month layoff between fights uh, for him? And Jordani said that underestimating Manny Pacquiao is absolutely out of question. He's going to be ready. I expect the best Manny Pacquiao to be out there on the, on the ring. And that's my premise. I have prepared to, to face the best, to be the best. Thank you. Gracias, Katia. All right. Thank you, Katia. Uh, our last question is going to come from Mark Lallanwala with Sporting News. Mark, please unmute yourself. You can ask your question. Hey, Manny, because you've trained for Spence this entire time um, and because of this late opponent change and Ugas's aggressive style, how dangerous of a fight is this for you? I think um, the uh, only adjustment that I, I'm going to make is for this fight is the southpaw and the uh, right-handed. So um, that's the only thing because... Um, Errol Spence is aggressive also, and um, Ogas is aggressive, so uh, that's good. I mean, we can create more action in the ring. Uh, the, the fans will love it. Thank you, Manny. And Uga, um, yeah, Dennis, I'd like to pose a similar question to you. Um, on such short notice, 
how much of a threat can you pose to Manny with your style? Bueno, eh, la pregunta de Mark es qué tan qué tan amenazado, qué tan qué tanto te consideras como amenaza para Manny Pacquiao con tu estilo, considerando que también esta pelea es de último minuto. Dime la, la parte final. O sea, considerando que esta pelea es de último minuto, ¿qué tan peligroso te consideras para Manny? Con tu estilo, además, tu estilo agresivo. Manny decía recién que él eh, pues es agresivo, de la misma manera que él esperaba que Spence sea agresivo. Eh, bueno, yo, yo eh, soy un peleador que viene a pelear, un peleador que viene a dejarlo todo, eh, a dejar todo esa noche ahí, la noche más grande de mi café. Comencé poseo a los seis años. Eh, Pienso que lo que, lo que, lo que, lo que, a ver, lo que están apoyando, me pienso que no lo voy a decepcionar. How much of a threat am I going to be? I can tell you that, that I'm not going to disappoint the fans that are supporting me. This is the most important fight of my life. I started fighting when I was six years old, dreaming of this. And I'm going to be ready to step up to, to the ring and give my all. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it all in, inside the ring. And no matter what happens, that's going to be my goal. Leave it all out there, and whatever happens, happens. All right. Thanks very much, Mark. Uh, for the press that are inquiring about it, we are going to send around a recording of this after the fact. Um, but for now, I'll turn it back over to Ray. Uh, we'll get the closing comments from the fighters and wrap it up. All right. Thank you very much, Andrew. And thank you very much to the media for joining us. Don't forget... Manny Pacquiao, your Dennis Ugas for the welterweight championship of the world next Saturday, August 21, T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas on Fox Sports BBC Pay-Per-View, brought to you by MP Promotions and TGB Promotions. Also, this, uh, from the oddsmaker standpoint, it opened up as a two-to-one favorite in favor of Manny Pacquiao. So the oddsmakers, at least when it opened up, they feel that it is going to be a rather close fight. We anticipate a great night of boxing next Saturday in Las Vegas. First of all, I will leave it up to your Dennis Ugas with final comments as he gets set to take on the eight division world champion in Manny Pacquiao. And also for your Dennis, a message to the fans. Martin? Uh, your Dennis, bueno, eh, comentarios finales sobre enfrentar a Manny el sábado 21 y además un mensaje que, le quiera dar a, que les quiera dar a todos los aficionados que te van a ver pelear tanto en Estados Unidos como en Cuba y alrededor del mundo. Sí, que esto, esto sea una gran pelea. Le, le vamos a regalar una gran pelea a, todo, a todos los fanáticos. Eh, que van a mandar un mensaje especialmente a los cubanos. Esta lucha va dedicada a todos los hombres y mujeres que quieren un cambio para nuestro país. Todos los hombres y mujeres que cada día luchan por la libertad en nuestro país. Esta lucha va a luchar con el corazón para dedicarle esa lucha a ese pueblo cubano con deseo un cambio, a todos los todo lo hombres y mujeres que están luchando por, una, por la libertad de nuestro país. Uh, I can guarantee this is going to be an amazing fight. Both Manny and I will leave it all out there, and that's going to be our gift to the fans. And I also want to send a greeting to um, the fans in Cuba, uh, sending my best to all the men and women that are fighting for freedom, that are fighting for change. And I'm going to leave my heart out there for you. And that's my promise. All right. Thank you very much, your Dennis. And for Manny Pacquiao, the eight division world champion, looking to once again take hold of his WBA welterweight championship as he takes on the champion, your Dennis Ugas. Manny, 
your thoughts as you get set to collide against your Dennis Ugas 10 days from now. Thank you for this uh, opportunity to uh, promote the fight. Um, I'd like to say to the fans, uh, please watch this fight. It means it is going to be a good fight. Um, I'm not taking lightly for uh, Ogas. Ogas is uh, he's a, a good fighter and um, he's aggressive. I'm sure we can uh, create more action in the ring and make the, the fans happy. And um, don't miss it. It's going to be a good fight. And uh, I hope to see you in, in Vegas on uh, August 21. Thank you, everyone, and uh, to all the media, press, uh, for uh, always supporting and promoting boxing. Thank you very much to your Dennis Ugas and Manny Pacquiao, the 8th Division World Champion. Thank you to the media, and thank you to all the PR members and all the members of the promotional staff involved. We appreciate it, and we will see you next week in Las Vegas for Manny Pacquiao going head-to-head -head against your Dennis Ugas on Fox Sports PBC Pay-Per-View. Have a great rest of your afternoon, and we'll see you next week in the fighting capital of the world. I want to thank Manny Pacquiao and Jordanus Ugas for doing that press conference. You know, there's a lot going on. They have to prepare for new opponents. And they took time out uh, for about 40 minutes and talked to the media, answered questions, and which was good to see. You don't usually get that at boxing pressers. Usually you get each guy talks, you leave, and that's it which I hate that. I like the fighters taking questions. It's the one thing the UFC does very well. The fighters, Dana White, and everyone takes questions. Not this, oh, we're just going to talk, and then, oh, okay, see you later. That's a waste of time. It's a waste of my airfare. Well, not my airfare. The zone's airfare. Whatever. But you could tell both guys genuinely felt bad about what happened to Errol Spence. I hope he recovers. This is going to be an action fight. I got a feeling we're going to get... This is going to be a shootout. I don't feel like this is really... I feel like this is going to be a tactical fight in the early rounds. And then I think we're going to get Rock'em Sock'em Robots. On paper, you think Pacquiao gets it done. Ugas, when he's got to the big moment, he hasn't come through. Even though I... I have to rewatch that Sean Porter fight. Because that fight was closer than I think we all make it out to be. So I'm going to have to watch that fight between now and next week. Just to kind of get a, a gauge. And rewatch Pacquiao Thurman. I barely remember anything from that fight beyond the first round knockdown. So I'm going to take a look at that. Take some notes. Kind of see what we can gauge from that and see if there's anything we can learn about either guy coming up here on August 21st from the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. And I will still be there. I was so worried. I was petrified. I bought my, like I said, I bought my new audio board, my little mixer board, a new, like a little portable one. I can just stuff in my bag and I can carry it with me wherever I need to go. I was so worried about that. <laughs> that, what else did I buy? Bought a new little mic to bring with my other microphone. Not this one. Not my $400 microphone. My little, like, $20 microphones. What else did I get? And then my new camera. I'm excited about my new 4K camera. I got to have the goods, guys. So I'm really looking forward to next week. It's going to be a ton of fun. Looking forward to Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley. That's going to be a ton of fun as well. So really looking forward to that. But thank you to everyone. Coming up tomorrow, there's another podcast will be released with one of the brightest young stars in all of boxing, Virgil Ortiz Jr. 
He returns for the second time in 2021 on Saturday night at the Star in Frisco, Texas, the practice facility home of my Dallas Cowboys as he takes on Me Machine live and exclusively on DAZN. Talk about a lot. We talk about Keith Thurman. We talk about Terrence Crawford. The win over Mo Hooker. Virgil Ortiz shows off his musical chops during this podcast. That was a ton. That was pretty cool. And a whole lot more. I'm really looking forward to chatting. I hope you guys look forward to this check. I thought it was a really, it was an eye-opening conversation with Virgil Ortiz. Don't forget, guys, it's very, very simple. Just subscribe to the podcast. Just type in Walkway to Fight Club. Hit that subscribe button and bam, you're right there. Talk to everybody, guys. We got Sean Merriman. Who gets to talk to NFL All Pros? I do. That the Young Bucks, John Moxley, welterweight champion Kamara Usman. I said, <laughs> he said John Moxley, TJ Dillashaw, Sugar Sean O'Malley, Drew McIntyre. My God, we can keep going. Chris Jericho. Now we got Virgil Ortiz. We got AJ McKee, the great Rey Mysterio. We can keep going, guys. A lot of kick-ass shit in the archives. Just subscribe. Apple, Spotify, Google Play, Odyssey, Stitcher, all your favorite podcasting platforms. Leave a kind review. Leave five stars wherever you listen. Helps this podcast move up in the rankings. And I don't have to charge you guys to listen to audio. I don't want to have to do that. Don't. Not at all. That's not fun. But yeah, just do that, Virgil Ortiz. Tomorrow, next week is going to be bonkers. I will reveal more at tomorrow after during tomorrow's podcast. Enough of me. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is Stephen Milhausen. Catch you guys tomorrow with Virgil Ortiz. Peace. I'm out of here. 